Welcome to Deep Well Astrology. I'm Allison Disler, a psychological astrologer and somatic educator. And in this podcast, we'll explore how astrology can illuminate our embodied consciousness and nourish our soul. Greetings, everyone. Today is Thursday, December 30th. How has your last week been? Anyone starting to feel a little movement, window, inkling of new vision or hope in the air? And by little, I mean a drop, a sea change. Since within the last day or so, Jupiter has moved into Pisces, a place the planet feels a little more at home in, and for all of us admits the shakiness and structural upheaval of the Saturn square Uranus transit, a drop of new direction or energy may feel like a breath, a window, a glimpse of possibility of something new. What house does Pisces occupy for you? Whatever house or house cusp is represented by Pisces in your chart, you get to welcome the big benefic Jupiter, which can help us get in touch with themes of what is possible through our excellence and where we can find balance by examining our excesses since everything Jupiter comes in contact with, expands. Look to your Piscean house. What themes live there, and what other planets live there? For me, it is a powerful time because the first personal planet Jupiter and Pisces comes into contact with for me is Mercury. My natal Mercury is in Pisces. Consequently, all during this Jupiter and Pisces, especially the first part, I'll be continuing and expanding this podcast edition on Mercury through all the zodiac signs. Now, where were we? Ah, yes, Mercury in fire. Mercury in Sagittarius. If you are listening to this, it is likely you or a loved one has Mercury in Sagittarius. And to add one layer of dimension to this, Sagittarius is ruled by the planet Jupiter. So what we're already beginning to put together here is what communication, thinking, learning, and listening is like for a Mercury and Sagittarius. Sagittarius is ruled by the archetype of Jupiter. Expansion, excellence, and excess can certainly come up as themes. Let's break it down a bit. Out of the three modalities of fire, Sagittarius represents mutable fire. Another way of saying this is a movable fire, or moving fire. When I think of moving fire, I picture a dancing candle flame that changes shape, or a moving forest fire that is known to even jump rivers. The other two fire types are cardinal and cat- or catalyzing fire, and fixed or held fire. Catalyzing fire as expressed through the Aries archetype, has a specialty in initiation, getting things going, like striking a match. Fixed fire, as expressed through Leo, has a specialty in endurance and continuity, like the sun. At least we hope for this, continued fire. Mutable fire, as expressed through Sagittarius, has a specialty in agility and movability, being able to shift and travel, and also broaden. 
If we connect this principle of mutable fire, of moving fire with mercury, we can start to lean into what this might mean in regards to communication, thinking, learning, and listening. We might expect some general themes just to do with the mutable fire. For example, a mind that is agile, full of movement, able and wanting to think big, or expand into many horizons. A Mercury whose learning style may lean into bigger picture ideas, philosophy, or worldviews. An adventurous thinker, orator, or conversationalist. One who considers learning a pursuit or vocation. One whose thoughts or aspirations of learning aim high. And perhaps quite fundamentally, a free thinker, or one who aspires to freedom in thought, words, or learning. Remember, one of the symbols of Sagittarius is the archer or the bow and arrow. Sometimes this is pictured as a centaur with a bow and arrow. One of the gifts of this archetype is, and challenges, is the mortal truth of boundedness. Then a centaur represents this kind of dilemma, half horse, half mortal, never quite here nor there, always pursuing something towards freedom. The senator's burden is that of an in-between existence. This pursuit and also this fundamental wound can be part of any personal planet we have in Sagittarius. A Mercury in Sagittarius may reach for the stars, may fly high and aim high and expand horizons, and it also must be embodied and contained within a whole system of differing operations. And this kind of Mercury often has its own sometimes challenging feelings about that. Now, if you've been listening and you have a Mercury and Sagittarius, and it doesn't seem to resonate with you so far, Take a look at your natal chart and see if your Mercury in Sagittarius has any hard aspects to it or aspects from the planet Saturn, Neptune, or Pluto. We always have to remember that even though we have a planet and a certain sign, the expression or the feeling that we understand about it will change depending on the aspects, the relationships with the other planets in our chart. Now, Mercury as a planet, as an archetype, is also movable and mutable, kind of like the Sagittarian archetype. I've been looking at examples of Hermes and Greek mythology to illustrate some features of the mercurial archetype. Hermes is a winged foot messenger able to quickly move between worlds without becoming immersed or stuck in any of them. Often I think of Mercury as a neutral messenger, one that takes on the color and shape of anything it touches or comes into connection with. As the messenger, the function of Mercury is transactional, its delivery, and not so much the content. Therefore, when Mercury is placed in a sign in our natal chart, it picks up the tone, hue, P, 
pace and elements of the sign in which it is placed. All mercuries in fire will tend to carry qualities of fire, most basically warmth, need to express or create, optimism and or vitality. Fire also needs relationship with air or wind in order to breathe and some material or earth to be fed, as in kindling or food for the fire. A Mercurian Sagittarius will take the basic expressive, warm, vital parts of fire and move with it, make it more dynamic and potentially grandiose. When we are working with a Mercury in Sagittarius, how can we notice when the mutable, movable fire is in service to our whole internal planetary community, and when has it turned into an internal forest fire or something movable that feels uncontainable? We can notice that for a forest community, the health depends on the spontaneous and controlled burns. This can help the community stay healthy. It is nourishing and necessary for some forests. But an uncontained forest fire has potential to burn the earth and burn up and consume whole communities. This gift of moving fire can turn into a potential hazard. That potential hazard may be harboring a consuming fire. That can be much like a Mercury in Sagittarius for some of us. Gregarious, voracious. We've all known voracious, hungry readers, gregarious intellectuals, daring writers, speakers that push the boundaries of thought, inspirational figures, thought innovators that kindle a desire to expand in ourselves. This is the potential of Mercury and Sagittarius, the archer, the explorer. And if you or your loved one has a Mercury and Sagittarius and they're more introverted, perhaps this fire this mind fire burns internally, in which case the same principles apply. In order to stay free from burning an internal mind fire or smoldering, aeration, airing out, letting off steam, as well as feeding the fire nutritious kindling is key. Remember, Mercury and Sagittarius, you folks harbor and care for a potent mutable fire. I want all Mercury and fire signs to listen up. Listen up. Mercury and Aries, Leo and Sagittarius, whose gifts are often in the department of expression, quickness, direct knowing, and or doing. The reciprocation of listening can be an opportunity to kindle if you do not already have a listening practice in place. This means listening both to the quiet inner space as well as to others. Sometimes it can be easy to forget that there are three other elemental spaces or mercuries or minds. Earth, air, and water. And they all move and process differently. For a fire mind who may learn, speak, and know things quickly, it can be a challenge to steward patience 
for the kind of knowing that happens more slowly and subtly when we open up our receptivity. Opening up to receptivity does not take away our expression, freedom, or creativity. It adds dimension or depth. Most of us can feel the difference between spinning our wheels and gaining traction. When fire mercuries develop their receptivity abilities, the mercury, the fire, has something to gain traction or tread with. A practice or cultivation of receptivity can help a far-reaching aspirational Mercury and Sagittarius to go cultivate aim and wisdom about what actions and directions to take and which to allow to pass by. For Mercury and Sagittarius, it can be helpful to cultivate space, to use some of that creative fiery energy in the cultivation of mental space alongside all those larger, tangible, or philosophical pursuits. And if possible, a space without the need to drive or pursue or achieve anything at all. And finally, if we look to the integration of the opposite, the wisdom of embodying opposites, a Mercury and Sagittarius can also learn from the element of Gemini, or mutable air, to learn when to take things lightly, when thought and ideas and learning can be a source of pleasure, or follow the aphorism, easy come and easy go. There is something potentially grand, large, inspirational, or motivational about a Mercury and Sagittarius, something that can light a fire and spark reverence. By cultivating space for non-pursual, and even lightness of thought or humor in conversation. This brings the element of air in which every fire needs to stay alive. Until next time, breathe deep, linger long.